0: Hi there. My name is Jessica Crow and I am the founder of Apogee. Apogee is a change management training and consulting firm, and this is Change Leader Insights. So last year we talked, uh, we referred to the show as Change Leader Speaker Series. It is now Change Leader Insights. And I am so excited that my first guest here is Hannah. Hannah, welcome to the show. I am really looking forward to our conversation today. Do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself, Um, what you currently do, and then I have some questions to get us started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Hannah Beatty and I work at Larimer County in Colorado. Um, So I work for local government. I am an organizational change manager in our project management office in the information technology department. Um, So I've been there just about two years and Yeah. I'm really excited to talk to you
0: about change today. Change management stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being here. So I had the good fortune of working with Hannah over the past, I think it was like 12 weeks, couple months and um, our journey together. So Hannah is trained in change management. She went through um, the certification process and, you know, joined the PMO and has been supporting change management efforts on the projects that she's been supporting so her and i were working together to really take what she'd learned and think about how to apply it in her unique business situation and so we would have weekly conversations where we were talking about you know how do we think about um applying this aspect of the change management methodology that she was using or this tool or navigating behavior change and leadership and influence. And so one of the things I really enjoyed about working with you, Hannah, was how thoughtful you were and continue to be and are, that's just who you are as a person and your, you know, your heart for people. Like there's no better change management professional than someone who truly has empathy and compassion for their um, their fellow humans and colleagues, obviously. So when you started out, you know you had gone through your certification program, um, what were some of the biggest, I guess aha moments for you as you were starting you know from learning about change management to actually applying change management? What were you? surprised about? Like what, like, you know, like, tell me about that. Okay. I've learned this now. What do I do? Tell me about that experience for you.
1: Yeah. So I got my certification with ProSci when I first started. Um, And this was my first change management role. So I was really coming in new to the um, field. And um, I had really thought that there would be kind of a formulaic approach to dealing with this scenario um in IT and that sort of um you know you follow this step you follow this step you follow that step and then success everything works People out Yeah, changed and everything <laughs> works. Yeah. Um, and after I got my certification, um I realized that successful change management really requires um adaptability and <laughs> adjusting. And so for myself, that was really hard because I like to be excellent. I like to be an expert. I like to know what I'm doing.
0: Have a plan, all those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I had to learn that what might apply at this project is different than what might apply here and what might work for this person or this group that's impacted by this change is different than what's going to work here. And so I really, I honestly struggled when I first started because I was trying to fit my change management into a box. And that um, caused some friction because it wasn't connecting with my value, like you said, of people, right? Mm -hmm. People are what matter. And so I kind of took a zoomed out approach Mm -hmm. once I kind of experienced that, you know, dissonance in myself and thought, okay, what is it that I am bringing to this room that is different? If I wasn't here, what would be missing? Right. Right. And I kind of took that as that was my goal to bring that into every meeting, every scenario, every documentation that I was
0: doing was
1: that the fact that I care and think about people and I want to hear from them.
0: Right. Like what they need and what's their concerns, what they're excited about. I think, you know, a lot of people who go through training probably have the same experience that you have. They learn everything they need to learn. And they're like, I'm going to apply it on this project or change. And, um, you know, human beings are complex and you can't put your change management in a box, so to speak. Mm-hmm. One of the really great transformations with you in your thinking and your approach, when we first started working together. Um, you're like, I don't like change. <laughs> I have a hard time yeah. with change, and yeah. I'm a change manager. So that was sort of a uh, uh, a great way of capturing, you know, this is something that I'm going to be helping others with. How do I lean into this idea of being adaptable, which is something you sort of cultivated within yourself by having that awareness of what do I bring to the table? How do I continue to care about people? Um, and, you know, provide that value. So that was, that was a fun awareness moment, I think, in, in your journey over the past three months, but it is, it is challenging when you first start, right. You've got an idea of how things should go, but they rarely ever go the way you're expecting, but you know, there is value in having that foundation. So What would you say, you know, you know, even if you walk into the room and you're like, I'm going to listen to their needs, I'm going to hear what they're saying. What are some of the essentials? Like if you are, you know, someone who's new in their change management career um, or journey, like you were uh, last year, um, what tips or advice would you give to someone who is going to be supporting change management on uh, an internal business project or IT project?
1: Yeah, I so one thing I liked to do is this is going to be a little bit funny. um, (laughs) But I liked to envision myself with like really big ears. Because my goal was to go in and listen to what people had to say. um, And not push, right? I feel like there can be a tendency to like push your initiative, push your goals, push your Mm -hmm. vision, push all of those things, but it doesn't matter if you're not listening to the people in the room, right, so I think the main pieces of advice I would say is put on your listening ears, Mm -hmm. you know, even do a a visualization if you have to, um, Mm -hmm. ask questions for clarity, so, Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing this in your body language, your, you know, sort of how you're showing up in the room. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling? You Mm -hmm. know, just kind of really expressing that care for that individual. And then um, I would say the other thing that was really big in my um, transition into this role was being willing to share what you learn because I came in and I would be like, well, let's go, you know, we're changing this big thing. We're replacing this thing that we have now, our ticketing system, for example, Mm -hmm. that was the first project I got put on. I said, well, let's go talk to the people about what they like about what we currently have, what Mm -hmm. they dislike, you know, what their concerns are, what they want to see different. Um, And they were like, oh, that's a really good idea. And I was like,
0: how have you not asked this question?
1: (laughs) You know, and everyone was so grateful that we took the time to listen. Yeah. Um, And then what I also learned is that what I hear is different than what my business analyst hears is different than what my project manager hears is different than what my product owner hears. Right. So if I take that information as an input and I, you know, analyze it and, you know, digest it in my own head, but I don't share that Mm -hmm.
0: there's
1: a, there's that piece that's missing from the room. And so that was something that, you know, can feel scary at times because sometimes you're dealing with people who are resistant, right? Mm -hmm. They don't want to do the change. They have some pretty big concerns, you know, maybe they're pretty vocal or they have a lot of emotion and they bring that into the room or into the space and into the project Um, and so it's finding a way to put that information consolidate it and share it so it can then aid the work of everybody else on the project as well
0: did you find you listed a few different roles that you work with with on projects? You have your business analyst, your project manager, your product owner. Um, did you find that you had to do some education in terms of like what change management is and why it's important with those stakeholders? Because they, everyone is looking at it from a different lens and they've got different goals and objectives for the work that they're doing. So tell us a little bit about how you navigated um, those conversations and help people understand. Okay, here's why I'm here, and you know, yes, we need to understand and the the needs of our stakeholders and the impacts and how they're feeling. But like, talk a little bit about that because that is a very real, you know, those negotiations with other people who have objectives can be can be challenging at times. How did you do that?
1: Yeah. Um. So. A lot of times, I shared um, meetings or interactions with impacted mm-hmm. groups with another one of my coworkers. So mm-hmm. yeah, we had a business analyst on that project, a product manager, a product owner, and then we had like the development team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't do. Uh, let me think about it. This project was a long project. So yeah. I then do like a formal change management specific, what change management is, what you're doing, right. that sort of stuff. The first activity I did um, on this project was we kind of went through some exercises. Mm-hmm. So we kind of I brought up the concept of with them. So what's in it for me? Okay. We brought up the concept of you know, impacted. Um, stakeholders like who are those groups what are those changes going to be and then I also brought up the concept of vision and Mm -hmm. so um, and messaging and why that was important and so we kind of all got together in a room we did some activities we kind of did some like headlines, you know, like when this project is over, we're in a newspaper because we did so well. What is oh, I that, love head- that? Yeah. What yeah. is that headline gonna look like? What are the words that people are gonna use about this initiative? Um, and that was like the starting point for defining our vision, which ended up from this very vague, ne- nebulous, like sticky note pile of words.
0: Yeah. Right. right?
1: um and then ended up in fully developed um goals objectives with measurements and outlined benefits that then had owners in the business assigned to them Perfect. that would own them ongoing
0: yeah that is so great and i and you know i want to reinforce that during your first you know year plus of being a change leader so kudos to you for doing all of those really important value added things and getting to that point on the project. That's really incredible. What about, you know, more broadly, you know, ch- change management within, um, Learmer County is, um, it's not new by any means, but there's some, a little bit of storming, norming, forming going on. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got a team of people from different backgrounds and experience levels and tenure, how do you navigate some of those, you know, how do you, how do you bring some of that together? Um, Tell us a little bit about the balancing act or opportunity areas that you're seeing kind of from your perspective.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the things that was really valuable was kind of getting in the room. Mm -hmm. So, being in a room where developers were making decisions, being in a room where the product owner was making decisions. um, I met with my product owner weekly um, and kind of talking about these things in a different way. And then I think too, there was a trust that had to be built, right? Mm. So it was, I think there's a tendency for people to feel like they're all on their own they yeah. have to do these things all on their own. And especially in the tech industry, it's hard to think about people because it's like people like they, they're hard, they're complex. Like you said, yeah. you know, they don't fit in a box. Yeah. And so it's like hard for someone to think about that. But I, what I did was I tried to build that trust that I was there to support. So if there was something that someone was uncomfortable with, um something that someone struggled with my goal was to help them know they weren't alone mm-hmm. we could talk about it we could figure out what support they needed to do their job better and not only the people who were impacted by the change but the people on the project right yeah so coaching the product owner, coaching the sponsor, coaching, you know, we had um subject matter experts that were responsible for some key processes and really kind of helping support those individuals and fill in those gaps that they maybe w- were aware that they had, but maybe couldn't vocalize that they had.
0: Right. Um, yeah.
1: To make it well grounded.
0: Sometimes just having those conversations is a solution in itself and it helps reduce or even alleviate any sort of resistance um just because people want to be seen feel heard all of the things that you're saying because when change happens oftentimes there's a few decision makers making a change that impacts a broad group of individuals and that can feel you know nobody likes to be told what to do nobody likes surprises and sometimes we don't like change until we realize how adaptable we truly are Um,
1: (laughs) But (laughs) no, not
0: me.
1: I'm not resistant to saying I'm adaptable. No way.
0: (laughs) No way. No. Um, But yeah, you know, it it is. It's having those conversations that is such an important part. And I love that you know, just you did those things, just recognizing that that was a need, and then it created space for people to kind of reduce the amount of concern they had, their frustration, their confusion, whatever it might have been, um, which is really, really powerful. Yeah. What do you, you know, what do you love best about the profession that you're currently practicing?
1: Yeah, what I love is that um, it it seems to really make a difference. So I came into this, my background is in social work, so totally different. Um, I did direct case management in nonprofits and um, domestic violence shelters with single parents, all of that, right? Um, but through that work, I realized that technology specifically was really valuable Mm -hmm. and could provide a lot of value to the coworkers that I had and the clients, but it was scary and at Mm -hmm. times unattainable because of so many different factors, right? Um, And so I love that I get to help people have a better experience, more efficient, help meet their goals through efficient and effective technology um, and make it not painful, right? Because let's be honest, technology can be painful, even for me, right? Like sometimes, you know, I want to kick my computer too, but it's important that if there's someone there to help them through it, help mm-hmm. decode language, help support their people, um, all of those sorts
0: of things. Train them <laughs> on how to use it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It <laughs> feels more attainable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I'm not just getting thrown into the deep end, but Hey, maybe I'm getting thrown into the deep end, but at least I got, you know, some cute little floaties.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I like that. Well, it is. It, I love that you've been able to blend sort of what you've liked from your previous work and what you're interested in, what you see the opportunity and now with the world that you're currently in, um, which is really, you know, and I've, having been able to work with you, I've seen you leverage your skills from your different uh, training and, and experiences. And it's been really incredible to, to see, What about leadership skills? Now, we've talked about this together offline outside of this conversation. You know, as someone who is, um, you know, leading the change management efforts, leading and influencing and, you know, having conversations, how important do you think it is for someone who is a trained change manager to develop or further develop uh, their leadership skills. And, and if you agree that that's important, which ones would you, you know, if you could pick like one or two to focus on, what would they be?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that it's, it's pretty important. So, I mean, um, you're dealing with people who are above you, right? Mm -hmm. You're leading without authority in -hmm. a lot of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my fiance likes to say, oh, your job is telling people what to do. It's really <laughs> funny. I'm like, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest biggest things is trust. So mm-hmm. building that trust um, is crucial because no one will care about what you have to say until they trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a big leadership skill. Um, and so, how I did that, because to be honest, I was a little uncertain when I first started. I was like, I don't know exactly where I'm fitting in, in here. Right. Um, and, and how do I get the information that I need? And so I just started asking questions. Yeah. So I didn't want to take up too much space, but I wanted to get some answers. And yeah. just by doing that and asking those questions, I kind of saw the other people on my project start to ask those questions themselves as well right um and so leading you know with because they trusted me and they knew that I was asking a question for a reason i would say the other thing that's pretty important as a change leader um is being creative so yeah. um it can be easy to fall into old patterns and that's something that you know i haven't been in the field for too long that <laughs> i haven't had the experience of you know having enough to do that yet yeah, but yeah. I think that it can be easy to say like well I did this thing in the past it worked well for me so I'm just going to replicate it right and I I think that it takes critical thinking mm-hmm. to think about the situation that you're in right yeah and yeah. um that's a, a skill of a leader as well because then you can kind of tailor what you do, what your strategy is, and really hit on those high value things. Um, And I think a common, you know, uh, perception of change management is it's touchy-feely, it's extra, you know, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it even worth it? And so if you're bringing the highest value components to a project from the very beginning, You're going to get more space to be in the room, more time to be able to talk about things and carry it throughout the project.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And creativity is um, a form of resourcefulness and problem solving, which is absolutely necessary on projects. One thing that you had said to me that stuck with me um, in the beginning is uh, as to why it was important to, to you to have change management um, and be leading that is that you had been on the other side as an impacted stakeholder on an initiative that didn't have that type of thoughtfulness and um you know change application, right? You didn't have the awareness or you weren't ready for the change. Um maybe the training was missing, or even just understanding the why, the vision, right? So you knew what it felt like and you wanted to um not deliver that type of experience for others. And I think your creativity there and un- awareness of that, um, has really made, you know, knowing about some of the stuff you did on your project, it was a lot, it was very creative and, and pretty fun. And I think it made people, it was engaging. So, uh, yeah. that that's part of it. Yeah. So what about, um, You know, as you look ahead into 2023, because we're in January of 2023, what are you excited to learn or continue to learn or deepen your skill set or thinking around uh, as it relates to change management?
1: Yeah, um, I'm excited to learn a little bit more about um, how to be influential and what that means. at different levels right so i might only have an opportunity to be influential in written communication Mm -hmm. on a certain project so what does influence look like um in communication written Mm -hmm. communication what does influence look like in verbal communication what does influence look like in maybe i don't even get a chance to say anything but is there an influence i can have without even you know, being there or some sort of way. So I think that that influence piece is something I, is also tied to inspiration. So Mm. I really hope that um, people can be inspired to make more changes because they have the support necessary and also understand that my change cannot feel good at the very beginning. But if I can think about these certain things and think about the people, man, it's going to feel a lot better for everybody, the people on the project, the people impacted by the project and all around the outcomes are going to be better. So I would say my two words for 2023 are influence and inspiration. Love that. I wish I had a third eye, but I really don't. I only have two. <laughs>
0: yeah. cute. <laughs> well, I love that. Well, I have no doubt, you know, with your focus on that, you will figure out ways to lead with influence and inspire people to not just be open to more changes, but to take action and, and maybe in a, you know, more quickly in the future, because they understand that the juice is worth the squeeze. Um, and I think this is an important takeaway for senior leaders, for CEOs to hear this too, even if you have to do a change, even if you've invested millions of dollars into something and it's going to happen, caring about your people, getting Hannah's in the room, uh, people like Hannah who are thinking about the end user experience, the employee experience, caring about what they need and how they feel is going to accelerate the pace of change is going to result in better business outcomes and also it's the right thing to do i mean i think culture a culture of caring are our- employees demand it and they deserve it more than anything else. So um, it has been so great talking with you. I've loved watching you grow over the past uh, several months, and I have no doubt I'm going to continue to see and hear about all the great things that you're doing at Larimer County. So thanks for sharing your story with me today and for all of Apogee's community. um, I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, yeah, thanks again.